Hello, and thank you for joining us here at To The Point Podcast, your podcast. To The Point Podcast, your podcast. Thank you, thank you. My name is Martini Casa, and I will be the host for today's podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a nightmare, a nightmare on a nightmare at Panera Coconut Point, Estero, Florida. Panera has turned into a nightmare. And all because of three people. Today, I present a case of a 74-year-old lady, very classy by the way, that had a horrific experience at Panera in the city of Estero, Florida, E-S-T-E-R-O, Florida, at the Coconut Point Mall. Yeah. Now, her name is Teresa, and she goes to this Panera very often, almost daily, but not not daily, but almost daily, and she usually goes with her husband that is um, 78 years old, okay? Uh, God, they've been going there for years, she tells me, years and years, you know, I'm sure since they opened. So, there was a manager there that used to work there, a lady, and she says that she was very nice, very cordial. And she was very, very caring, and uh, she loved that manager that used to work there. Uh, I did not ask her name, but she was a young lady, she said, between the ages of 22 to 26. And recently she left. Now they have a new manager. The manager looks like he is... um, about uh, between 25 and 30, I would say. He, she, that's what she said, uh, according to the picture she showed me. And um, a, I don't know if he's Indian or Hispanic, but that doesn't make any difference between the races are important. And, um, but he started there like three or four weeks ago, she said. And um, about, a, about during his first week of him being there, I guess Teresa had a confrontation with that manager about something. I didn't ask for details. Because she told me that she had called corporate offices of Panera. 
And um, when she called and complained about them, which 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 she normally she says she never complains anywhere because you know she doesn't like it. She's worked customer service. She knows how it is. So she has always refrained from calling customer service. She also usually tries to talk to a manager locally, anywhere. Not only in Panera, but any place, you know. So um, she went ahead and um, you know called Panera, I guess, and they sent her. Woohoo! $15 gift card. <laughs> yeah, what a joke. $15 gift card in lieu of a complaint. Now, are they paying people for complaining? Or are they paying you to shut up? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. That's exactly what is the purpose of the $15 gift certificates. It's a pretty odd number to give also you know i mean usually i see certificates for 10 20 30 40 50 you know increments of five i mean sorry increments of ten dollars you know i've never seen a i've never seen a gift certificate i mean i've seen them but what company will be so cheap to just give 15 dollars gift certificate after somebody complains Anyways, we'll leave it up to Panera to figure that one out. So, anyways, so um, so she went to the Panera restaurant at Coconut Point Mall uh, this uh, week that we are running right now. Uh, this is um, week ending Sunday, December the 11th, 2022. I believe she went there on either on Thursday or Friday. And um, she went in. Approach the counter, order the soup that she normally does. That comes with a bread that is very hard for her to chew. So always she requests to please be replace that bread for a white, soft bread. Always, okay? So no difference on any other day. She approached the counter and she, uh, the lady behind the counter, she told me that she was a younger Hispanic female using her body language overly exaggerated and her arms also as if she was mad or pissed off or, or ready to hit somebody. Uh, that is the employee of Panera. And uh, so uh, Teresa told the employee of Panera, can I please have uh, the white soft bread because I can't eat that bread. And she said to Teresa, well, that is how it comes. So that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, that's the way she answered to her. So, Teresa told her, You are very nasty. I mean, thanks to customers, you guys get a paycheck. Do you realize that? <laughs> Correct, probably not. So, um, so she started, you know, saying that that's the way it comes and this and that. And then, so not so far away was a nice American young lady. And um, she kind of uh, butted into the conversation and she kind of um, told the co-worker, the only thing she's asking you is for an, a softer bread because she can't chew. She's having some, some sort of a dental issue. And the young lady gave Teresa the bread that she requested. During that process of, go of what was going on at that point, the general manager... Ooh, that's scary. The general manager of that restaurant, okay, 
it came around the corner or came into the picture. I don't know exactly how he came into the picture, but he came into the picture. And um, he proceeds to tell a 74-year lady, okay? A 74-year-old lady, classy lady, okay, mind you, to get out of the restaurant. Get out of my restaurant. Or get out of the restaurant. One or the other, but in essence, that's what he said, to get out. So let's take a moment and think about this, okay? A man, a guy, a gentleman, a business person, any kind of man out there, will you yell and scream and be disrespectful and humiliate a 74-year-old lady? Regardless of what it is. Because she can, anybody can get on my nerves. I mean, I've managed restaurants and hotels before in the past. When I first moved to Florida, I moved because I was elected to be the, the uh, food and beverage director of the Marco Island Yacht Club. Later on, I was the vice president of operations of Half Garden Brown House on Fifth Avenue in Naples. I started working for the hamburger stores when I was 17. I was a manager for McDonald's. Never, ever have I ever raised my voice to a 74-year woman ever in my life. And when you go to school to become a manager, they teach you how to talk to people with respect and dignity. Okay? Am I right or wrong? I need you guys to please communicate with me and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Because if I'm wrong, then somebody needs to tell me, okay? So, what can a 74-year-old woman be doing to you that you have to embarrass her, yell at her? To me, that's not a man. I can see a woman yelling to another woman. Maybe, 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 I said. But a man, a business person, a manager of a place, to scream... To a 74-year woman to get out. There's no circumstances allowed. Unless she has a firearm. She's getting naked or something. She's throwing dishes around. She's insulting people. But not even. You calm, you calm the person down. Take her to a side and diffuse the problem, right? That's the way I learned when I was a manager at a young age. Diffuse the circumstances, the problem. Kind of walk with the customer so the customer can follow you so you can walk away, you can have her walk away from the front area by you walking and, and talking at the same time because normal behavior of a human being is as you walk and talk, the person follows you. So that's how you get the person out of sight of the main place, right? That's in extreme circumstances I'm talking about, you know. But still, I would not yell at her. I mean, maybe she has a problem. And I can't understand her. You know, why is lady upset? Why is the lady upset? Why is she doing this or that? I mean, without asking any questions whatsoever, this guy or man, if you want to call him that, 
started yelling and telling this lady to get out of the restaurant. I mean, this is some serious stuff. Not to mention that the lady is very well known in the area because the area is very small and she used to work for 15 years at the um, clothing store that closed uh, and I forgot the name of it. She told me the name of it. It was called um, Steinmart. She worked at Steinmart for 15 years. Now, mind me, she's a foreigner. Her accent is very strong at times and she may come across like short and words or whatever uh, maybe she may come across as she's mad but it, but two plus two is four so common sense it tells you that she doesn't speak English very well and that could be the reason why she sounds short or to the point okay so that's the way it goes okay so um, people know her in that town because every single lady that shops at Steinmar which has a lot of them know her because she worked for 15 years so it happened to me that two of her customers that she used to attend were inside that restaurant the day that the manager humiliated her okay so what is your take on that so far i just wondering Okay, yeah, please get back to me. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can always say uh, uh, chat with me and um, send me a message. Martin at uniquewaytravel.com. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. Martin at unique, U-N-I-Q-U-E, space, way, W-A-Y, space, travel, T-R-A-V-E-L. Martin at uniquewaytravel.com. And let me know your thoughts what those are up to this very own point okay now um so anyways so my question now is so that's that's the core of the problem okay now people are people may get confused with the following story that i'm going to tell you but the main problem the main dilemma here the main investigation here according to that restaurant customer service julia representative that they were going to do an investigation, like if there was a murder scene or something, what do you have to investigate? A 74-year-old woman approaches the counter. She wants white bread instead of the hard bread, and she's told to get out of the restaurant. What more investigation do you need? There's no excuse. And what that lady would have done to have her kicked out of the restaurant, unless she was breaking dishes, screaming out of, the, out of her lungs. But then his job is to calm her down. That's a manager. Not to call security. Security doesn't manage the restaurant. What is wrong with you guys? Gosh. Some people need to go to school. Schooling 101 how to manage people in restaurants. You know, it's okay to have an employee raise their hands and, and say no to a customer. But you're going to complain about a 74-year-old lady when you can't even control your own staff? <laughs> My God. Where is this going to? So, <laughs> I mean, this is a joke. You cannot control your own staff. What, do you call security of the mall 
to take care of your staff also? I wonder if that wannabe man would do that or not, you know? Anyways, continuing. So, that lady, the white employee, uh, I'm obviously, we're not racist because we're Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. That lady is Hispanic. Uh, and we talk very nicely about the American young lady that gave her the bread, okay? So, obviously, there's no, um, um, there's no discrimination because we're complaining about a lady who was Spanish behind the counter. Teresa is Spanish descent. Okay, she's from Ecuador. And um, the other lady was American. The American person whom Hispanic people talk about in general, that they don't, like the Americans don't have education, don't have class, and that they're rude. Well, this is to prove those Hispanics that think that Americans have no class and are not polite. This is a prime example that they are a few and there are people that are Americans that have common sense and know how to treat people, okay? So, and, uh, so anyway, so, so she had her bread and everything, you know, she, she was walking towards the table to sit down and have her dinner. And like I said before, the manager was coming the, um, into the scene at that point, And without asking her, she, he told her to get out, to get out of the restaurant. So Teresa told her, Teresa told him, I can come to this restaurant whenever I want to. I guess she misunderstood in the English process. And then um, she went and sat down. So as she was having her soup and having her bread, uh, from a distance, the manager yells at her. He got another one, another screen match. And he yells at her, I'm going to call security. And she replied, then I will call corporate. Okay. So she didn't think nothing of it and she continued having her soup and her bread. It was dinner time. You know, she was enjoying her meal. And, um, oh, oh, oh. But guess who showed up after a few minutes? Security, yes. Security shows up, approaches Teresa and says, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I have been called to ask you to please leave the restaurant. Someone has to ask you to please leave the restaurant. Wow. She says, why? What have I done? I don't know, ma'am. His name is D or Dean, something like that, I think she told me. I don't know, ma'am, but, but, you know, I'm just doing my job. I'm sorry. And they asked me to, that you were being res disruptive or, or whatever, and that I have to ask you to leave the restaurant. Uh, well, do you see me screaming? And he said, no, I see you calm down, eating, but I'm sorry. That's what they want you. They want you to leave the restaurant. So, people in the area. And um, then... She told the security guard, hey, uh, what about my food? I'm eating dinner. I mean, I can't just get up and leave. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of having dinner. And so the security guard, who's not an employee of the restaurant, brought her 
some um, napkins, a cutlery, a, a plastic to go, and a, a, a cup to go for the soup, and, uh, and a bag. Okay? So, so not the restaurant staff. No. Not the manager of the restaurant. No. The security department, Dean or D, that works for Coconut Point Mall, he's the one that helped Teresa get her stuff ready for a to-go order, basically, as if it was a to-go order, you know? So, you know, so now they have him working also doing that, you know? So, um, so she, Teresa did not want to do any problems, any, any additional scenes, like people would say, because she knew that it, that it was not the security guy's fault because he was doing his job. Yes, the restaurant manager called the security department and they dispatched one of the security agent, agents and they have to kind of do what, this, what the um, business wants because, uh, they, you know, they pay rent and that's one of the part of the things that they can do. They can call security. They, they think they need a backup from, from a crime, from a lady who's about to kill everybody, I guess. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, so... Um, well, you know, so she got out, and when she when she was out at that point, she called her son uh, with tears in her eyes and um, and her voice, and she tells her son, uh, "Look what they have done to me. They have humiliated me. There's people inside of there that know me." And the same story that I just told here on this podcast. I don't want to repeat the whole story again because I don't want to bore you. Uh, basically, everything that I told you, she told the son. Okay, so the son asked her, where are you at exactly? What Carrara? Well, I mean, not, not, not a, excuse me, not, that was going to say a name of another restaurant, which is amazing restaurant. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Um, but I'm talking about where the, I, she, he asked her, what Panera restaurant are you in? Where at? So she told him Coconut Point, which they live in Coconut Point. So it was a matter of just getting there really quickly. So, as, as, as I was told, he was there within like five or ten minutes, you know, of this happening. Now, when the son arrived, he couldn't see his mother. So, he kind of parked close to the door of the Panera. He looked around the inside through the, through the glass and the outside parking lot. And um, his instinct, his instinct, the first instinct was to go inside, grab the guy by the shirt do who knows what and force him to say I'm sorry to the 74 year old lady his second instinct was to since he knows a lot of people in the media he thought to himself I want to take pictures take her her take her her declaration of whatever happened and and take it to one of the TV stations uh, so they can blast it all over you know or do it in his own show because he has a podcast so um that was his instinct. But then, at that moment, he says, no, I can't do that. I'm going to go ahead and call, like I should, I'm going to call customer service, and I'm going to explain to them the situation, to see what they do, to see what they do, you know, leave it to, to the professionals of that field, right? So, um, finally, he, uh, Teresa uh, said, hey, whatever, to call her, her son, and uh, because she saw him, that he was walking around, and at the same time that he was walking around, he noticed that the manager of the location was was parked uh, right in front of the front door of Panera at prime dinner time. 
it was a red van and he was putting things in the van with the help of another female employee and uh, and he left at the van there and I, and, the, and the son took pictures of him putting these things in the van took pictures of the guy took pictures of the van and took pictures of the whole thing you know and um, so the son approached the the, the, the mother and um, she started telling him more and more about the situation so he decides to call the corporate office so they call corporate office and she proceeds to tell him that you know she had called before because she had a problem with the same uh, manager and they sent her a $15 gift card which I mentioned this at the beginning of this podcast now when I when when uh, when he called the uh, the customer service agent Mel answered a f- the phone call and he was interviewed like um, what is your phone number your name what happened where it happened what time did it happen who was it it's, where do you live what's your email etc 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 it was a long process you know it took about twenty to thirty minutes you know and then uh, towards the end uh, I guess the son told him. I don't want any gift certificates or any free food. That's not what I'm calling for, by the way. I'm calling because my mother wants to continue coming to this place because this is where she goes, which she lives across the street. This is where her friends come. And that manager needs to needs to uh, apologize to Teresa. Okay? So the uh, agent said, okay, you know, let me go ahead and make a call. I want to make a call to the restaurant, and I'll be right back in about 15 minutes. So, uh, the son of Teresa waited, 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 and waited. And 20 minutes later, the customer service agent came uh, about. And he told them the following information. Well, I'm going to transfer you to Julia. She's my manager. She's the uh, customer relations manager or supervisor or something like that. And she's going to continue the call from here, okay? I said, okay, okay. And yes, that was me. I didn't want to say from the beginning that that was me, but yeah. This happened to my mother, who is 74 years old. Nice, classy lady, raised wealth with manners. And, um, a, you know, dresses nice, dresses well, talks with good manners, gets upset every so often whenever she feels like she's being abused. Yes, that's her. That's my mother. Okay. So, um, so then um, I thought to myself, why is he transferring me to Julia, another customer agent? It doesn't matter if she's a supervisor or not. I mean, what? He, what else can she do? I mean, I just, I just called to complain about what happened. I didn't call to hang out on the line for one and a half hour. You know? What's wrong with these people? I mean, seriously, they think that because they're sitting at the desk with all their time in their hands, anybody else that calls can do the same thing. They are mistaken. People have things to do, okay? So, uh, Julia got on the phone, and she says... Hello, this is Julia. May I help you? And um, <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I got transferred to you. I mean, can you, can you help me? And what? Like, what? What else do you need? 
You know, what else do you need from me? And uh, that's what I felt like saying. What else do you need from me? But, you know, when I talk to ladies, unlike that manager, uh, I responded this way. Hi, Julia. How are you? My name is Martin, and uh, I'm sure the other customer service agent told you about the situation because he took uh, all the information that was needed. He said he was going to contact the restaurant, and then he transferred me to you after like 20 minutes of holding. And I don't know exactly what you can do for me. And she says, oh, okay, well, thank you so much for waiting. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I, I'm Julia, and I just take a detailed note. I'm very detailed in everything that I do, and uh, I just want to make sure that you get taken care of the right way. And, uh, and I said, oh, okay. But I was thinking inside of me, I was thinking, so you're telling me that your employee doesn't know how to take notes? Are you telling me that he did not take detailed notes? So he took, what kind of notes did he take? Are you trying to tell me that he didn't call the restaurant? He went like to, on a bathroom break or a smoke break and that's why I'm being transferred to you? What exactly is going on at that place? <laughs> Correct? So, but I gave it a chance and I'm, I'm very nice and, 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 and uh, respectful like I always am. Because see, when I say one thing, when I'm talking to you and I say what I, what I feel, it's not really what I said, okay? So let's, let's not get confused because in that phone call that I made, errors were made on their part. And my information was, was disclosed to people that they should have not disclosed it to. And I cannot tell you the situation that I had to experience because of their lack of confidence about a complaint, okay? But I, I'm going to stop there for now. So, uh, so then uh, I was like, okay, so, so she was basically asking me the same questions over again. The name, the phone number, the email, what happened, what, where it happened, how did it happen, and so forth and so on. And then uh, one of my telephone viewers, one of my TV viewers, because I work part-time for, for a show that airs on Univision, uh, it passes by and then she, and my mom was standing right in, like, towards in the middle of the ladies and me and then the lady said oh look where, where do I know him from uh, uh, where do I know him from and I smiled and I said uh, actually Hispana uh, the university and then uh, she says oh yeah yeah hi you know and I said and I smiled because I couldn't talk I was talking to Julia and but Julia heard me that I said um, yeah I work for actually uh, Hispana the university you know and um so I, I think she noted that, you know, but that information wasn't for her. It was for the viewer that was trying to say hi to me and couldn't remember how they knew me. So, um, so, so that, that's what happened that, that instant, okay? That's why when you take a call for a customer service complaint, you want to make sure that you repeat everything you write down to make sure that whatever you heard it was being told to you because, see, other people on the other line can be talking to other people at the same time or like myself, I was in a public area in the middle of the parking lot because my mother got kicked out of the restaurant and she was having dinner on her hood of the car. So it was kind of difficult to really concentrate, you know, on the questions and answers, which that wasn't taken into consideration whatsoever, you know. So, um... So then, um, 
then what happened? Then, um, then I told Julia, I go, my first instinct was to go inside, like I said before in the, in the podcast, and grab that guy from the shirt and do, do who knows what. I made him apologize to my mom. Uh, or take all this case and blast it on the medias and the TV, radio, whatever I can find, you know. And, um, and, and I opted, I told her, I opted not to do those things because I'm in a public eye. And I am a person with class. And that's why I'm calling you guys. Well, that part was not translated correctly because it went to other people's ears in another way. So, I told her that I opted to uh, you know, call them. And uh, she says, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I would have done the same thing if my mother was being treated that way. And I said, okay. So, um, okay. So, what else do you want from me? I feel like saying, you know. So, um, so I asked the lady, so now what? what? What am I doing? You know, what are we doing? Can you tell me what's the next step? What exactly is going on? Because my mom doesn't want any free food. She doesn't want a certificate. She wants this situation with a solution. You know, we're not asking you to fire him. We're not asking you to do whatever you need to do. We're asking you to have him apologize to my mother. And my mother wants to continue coming to this restaurant. That's, that's it. The problem, the problem is going to be forgotten in our end. Like nothing happened. And then, um, so, she said that normally it takes about 24 hours for, or, or so for somebody to get back to them. Uh, to us, and uh, but let me tell you, it only took a few hours for some of that call filter through the wrong places. Not the wrong places, but the wrong way, with the wrong words, if you know what I mean. And I'll come back with another podcast in regards to that specific subject, okay? So, um, so, so they, 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 what happened, filtered through other places, but not to the main place where you're supposed to filter to, which is my mother. My mother who was treated badly at that restaurant. Okay? What's wrong with you guys? There's something wrong with the management. That's why the managers are the way they are at the restaurant level because they follow upper management style. That's what happens in that place, in places like those. So, um, so I told, I, told, I told Julia that I was going to tell my mother not to go to that restaurant for a few days until probably Monday. Julia told me that they would call me either Friday or Monday. And then, um, and then um, depending on the investigation that they were going to do, which I've done my investigation already, and I found out more than I really wanted to find out. And um, so... You know, they were going to call, call and they, she says, who, who, who should we call? Uh, well, normally you would call the person who was treated badly, which that would be Teresa. But because of this scenario and because of the fact that you've been talking to me, so probably you want them or whoever it is to call me so I can transcreate and translate the information that they're going to give me or tell me so I can transcreate 
to my mother. I even went as far as translate is not the same as transcreate. Translate is when you translate something verbatim, you know. But sometimes when you translate, you lose the effect, the meaning, the feeling. But when you trans, transcreate, you're recreating with a translation in such a way that the person is going to be able to feel the same feeling that I feel when I listen to English, even if I listen to Spanish, because you cannot translate by verbatim. You have to transcreate the message. And she said, oh, oh, okay, okay. You know, I don't know if she understood me, but that's what I said. <laughs> so that's where we're at. And the next podcast that I'm going to be doing in regards to the nightmare at this place, at the Coconut Point Mall, you guys are going to be shocked of everything that I'm going to tell you because you're not going to believe your ears. You're not going to believe exactly what happened, uh, what did all that situation led to another situation whom the only person that caused all this situation was the manager of that restaurant for mistreating Teresa. You know, a man doesn't treat a woman like that, period. A woman is a woman, you know? A woman is treated with respect. The way you treat women, the way you want your mother to be treated. How would you feel if I treat your mother like that? Would you be happy or upset? And that's all in today's podcast. Remember, stay tuned because the podcast in, uh, intensity of the episodes are going to increase. I have decided to do a daily podcast rather than once in a while because doing it once in a while, it doesn't really... I mean, people are listening to it and I thank you very much for doing so. But I want it to, to create a, something like a schedule so people can get used to uh, listening to it every day. So it may not be as long as this one, but it's probably going to be in mini capsules of 10, 15, 20 minutes. So that way you don't have to listen to the whole thing at once. And maybe I can spread out a subject within two or three days. So that's my thoughts, okay? Um, my email is martin at uniquewaytravel.com. Make sure that you put under the subject podcast. That way I can point it out right away. If you are a person that wants to speak in my, in my podcast, that you want to talk or you want to present or you have a service that you provide, or you want to talk about this issue particularly or any other issue that you may have, you are more than welcome to do so. My doors are open for all of you because that is part of life. You know, we learn from each other and we help each other. And my podcast is not my podcast. Yes, it is, but it's also your podcast, the listener's podcast. I, wanted, I want you guys to feel comfortable with, with uh, my podcast that I produce for you guys and the ideas that I come up with and, and the and the scenarios and the circumstances and, and the stories because uh, I want you to, to enjoy it, to like it. And uh, if you have any proposing subjects that you guys think I should talk about, the doors are open. Uh, I am open to criticism. I, I am not going to get upset because uh, it's a continuing learning process, life in general. People that think they know everything, I don't know why they continue living because we learn something new every day. I do and I love it. Okay. So that's what, that's what I mean. Uh, you can also, uh, we can do, you can be in my podcast. You don't have to come to see me. We can do it over Zoom or uh, many other ways that I, that I know how to do it. And, but I would love to have a guest come to the show, 
uh, and to be able to talk about different issues and things that can help other people or, or can, people can learn from what's going on around us. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at. Anywhere in the world, in cualquier lugar del mundo, anywhere in the United States, anywhere, anywhere, you know, anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> and that's all what I have for you guys. This is uh, To The Point and uh, Heartbeat. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this. It's a pleasure to have you all. God bless you all. But I don't want to leave without uh, advertising my family business, which is UniqueWayTravel.com. Remember that if you're looking to travel and you want a family helping families, uh, get on there by visiting at www.UniqueWayTravel.com. You can also call us at 1-866-644-3322. Uh, when you send an email, it's very simple. Just say, my name is so-and-so. I want to go to Hawaii on vacation four of us, two adults, two children. I want to leave anywhere between the 15th through the 17th of February, and I want to come back 10 days after I leave. I do need a hotel. I prefer two bedrooms or one bedroom, all we need. I don't want car rental, or I do want car rental, and, uh, and that's it. Then we are going to send you back several quotes based on your budget. So if you say you can only spend $5,000, so everything that we send you is going to be under $5,000, we are never going to go over budget because we're not trying to rip anybody off or want you to maximize your spending. It's going to be probably way under budget, and we're going to start from there. As long as safety becomes first, meaning that we're not going to put you in a place where we know that your safety may be in danger. Remember, unique way to travel is the unique way to travel in 2023. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you guys here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your input. And I thank you so much uh, for everything that you guys uh, do to help me get better. God bless you all. And remember to live one day at a time. Don't live in the past and don't live in the future. Today will dictate what the future lays.